knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Happens every night. I This is really important. Let that soak in. Three. Right to the hook. Right Low budget live, not so live from the LBL Bar and Grill. Bar and Bunker for just a little bit longer. Bar and Bunker. This is the podcast for Monday, April the 5th, and welcome all you low-lifers. And if you are new to this program and you're trying to figure out what a low-lifer is, well, that is what the listeners of this program refer to themselves as. The Low Budget Live podcast that I was doing some math this, this past weekend, and almost four years, we started this thing on Instagram in April excuse me, not April, August of 2017 at the Forestwood Cup. And to see where it's gone today is uh, it's pretty awesome. But I was looking back through some pictures and videos and stuff this, this weekend um, and doing some math. So in, in August of this year will be four years since we started it. And I've been doing every week shows for, shoot, man, almost two years now, I guess. Insanity, or over two years. Over 100 episodes. So welcome. Welcome. If you are new, welcome. If you are just a regular, welcome. Uh, If you like what I'm doing, welcome. And if you don't like what I'm doing, welcome. Welcome. Low budget live. Sometimes we do it not so live. And uh, used to, we did it live a lot more. We we don't. uh, But I'm going to change that. We're going to change that. All right. Hope everybody had a good Easter weekend. Mine was interesting. To say the least, we'll get to that. Um, crazy, crazy, crazy week. Crazy week. Uh, so for starters, I had to get my taxes done. You know, 
had a lot of work stuff going on. Had had to get my my taxes done. That's never fun. And I got vaccinated. First round of the vaccine. Um, triple threat made me do it. Went and did that. Got vaccinated. What else? What else happened this week? I don't know. Um. Oh yeah, I quit a podcast. Yeah, I quit LD and the MC. Yeah, I did that this week as well. Um, yeah, I did that. And we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, but first, I got to say, huge thank you to the supporters. And they are indeed that. I've talked to uh, talked to most sponsors and things this week. But like the fine folks from StarTron, StarBright, kicking ethanol in the teeth and bringing you low-budget life for almost four years. These guys were the first sponsor we had. They support my fishing and uh, the podcast, and they're just great people making great products. But start trying kicking ethanol in the teeth in your weed eater, your chainsaw, your outboard engine. You don't want ethanol anywhere near that. Gumming up the works. Nothing ruins a good day on the water like an outboard engine that won't run. little dab will do you right here. You can get this stuff basically. They sell this stuff everywhere. Everywhere. So you have no excuses, low lifers. You have no excuses not to be using StarTron. And I actually posted a video last week of me at the StarTron plant when I almost passed out in front of Gregor Dornow, our uh, our fearless leader. <laughs> Shannon Wheeler was there to capture the whole thing. It was very embarrassing. It was also a very cool experience getting to see how that stuff's made and and put together and uh, and meeting some of the the folks out there on the front lines doing that doing that work. But uh, yeah, almost almost passed out StarTron. So thanks to the folks at StarTron. Sims Fishing Products. And it's been um, another week of wild weather in the south. I've been, uh, uh, hadn't been on the water, but with all the flooding we've had, I got to wear my, uh, my Sims rain suit, you know, just like to town. <laughs> in and out of customers and stuff this week. So uh, love, love, love the Sims rain gear and all, all the stuff. Ho- hopefully we got like 10 days of sunshine coming, hoping to get out on the water and uh, break out them Sims shorts and uh, solar flex hoodies and all the good stuff that I want to get there. But damn, man, we had, it was, uh, it was 28 degrees at my house a couple nights ago. Like that's just, no, no, don't take me from 75 to that. Just don't, don't do that. So Sims, Fishing products bringing you low budget live, and I and I've got to say, I'm here to remind all you low lifers: you get one life, fish it well. Don't spend your life on the internet commenting. Go fishing, <laughs> go fishing. You'll be better for it. You'll be better for it. Pro Guide batteries running those Pro Guide AGMs this year for the first time. Big news coming out of the Pro Guide folks very soon that I'm going to get to share with y'all. Looking forward to the day that I can drop some knowledge on y'all about that but they're supporting lbl this year and if you would like to try out pro guide batteries get on their website use code lbl10 on the agms now because you can't be shipping no lead acid batteries but you can get you some of the agms and i have been absolutely blown away i've been using them in current wind not charging them regularly and uh you know it's been been really really good this year i've i have a history of battery issues so uh, loving the pro guides this year but check those guys out use code lbl10 tell them we sent you and last but certainly not least the banner that doesn't get hung but the boat that is absolutely amazing my express x21 the official boat of low budget live and the traveling circus all the youtube videos 
put a uh, tackle storage walkthrough video up this week. If you got to see it, I mean, you know, just it, they're cavernous, guys. The, the, the storage on this boat is absolutely ridiculous. I take too much crap because of it. I blame Express. I've told them this multiple times. Uh, but but that video is up. Go watch it if you haven't. Uh, very cool getting to see just how much engineering they put into these boats. And, and, and they're all outdoorsmen and fishermen, so they know what we need. And the number one thing about them that I love the most, other than the fact they're just good people, is they listen. They listen to their post, pro staff. They reach out for ideas on things. So the tackle storage, uh, and, and there's going to be some changes for next year, I have no doubt, based off of feedback from the pros. So very, very cool situation, very cool boat. And I know y'all get tired of hearing me blab about it, but I'm not going to stop. I truly love this boat as much as anybody I've ever owned. It's freaking awesome. So Express Boats, Hot Springs, Arkansas, building excitement since 1966. And we want to thank them. We want to thank those fine folks. All right, the moment some of you have been waiting for. Um, This is a weird one, man. This is, uh, I don't know. I guess you never realize what kind of impact things have on people. Uh, why people let things have impact on them, why they let it bother them. Um, very bizarre, very bizarre week. But, but I, I want to back before, before I go head first into that, this is what I want to say for those of you that don't know, uh, cause I feel like we get new listeners a lot, you know, the, the numbers are, are all, always going up and, and, and I'm grateful for that. Um, very grateful. Uh, been doing this, like I said, a long time. So I appreciate each and every person that watch. You know, even if you don't get into the fishing videos as much as you get into the podcast, or you like boats and pros more than you like the podcast, or whatever. Like anybody that pays attention to anything I do, don't take anything of what I'm about to say as me taking that for granted because it is not. It is not that. I am very appreciative. But for those of you that don't know me, and, and that's most of it, right? Like you, you get, uh, I am very open, honest, and transparent on here. But my friends and my family know me better than you guys do. My coworkers, you know. But I have a lot of things going in life. I do. I'm grateful for every one of them. But in, in August of this year, I will be with TH Marine for 16 years as a sales guy. Okay. So started there right out of college. Lots of things have changed within that company, but one thing has stayed the same. I, I've been there. I'm a, I'm a sales guy. Uh, I call them boat builders. I, I go in and out of every boat manufacturer pretty much in the southeast. I call on most bass boat manufacturers. If you own a bass boat, I have sold a part that's on your bass boat most likely. I call on everybody but Falcon because I don't have South Carolina. So that's what I do. I travel. I do that. It's one thing I do. And it's something I've done for a very long time. I also fished the FLW Tour for several years while still working at TH Marine. They were gracious enough to let me do that. That was something I did. I got offered a chance to advance in that company a couple years ago and some things went down. And I made an announcement video that I was going to be the national sales manager there. That didn't work out for me. I, I didn't enjoy it. I didn't want to do it. So I stepped down from that role, went back to being a sales guy. They were good with it. I'm good with it. And I'm back to doing what I've always done. Of course, 2020 hits. We don't travel as much. I'm home more. So I made a lot more fishing videos, things like that last year. 
in quitting the tour at the same time, right? Stepped away from the tour. Got more serious about the podcast. And I've said this many times. I love this. Super therapeutic. And and I I genuinely enjoy getting to know more about the listeners. I've met so many of y'all going to Ken you know, going to continue to meet so many of y'all. And it's just a cool bond that we have, right? So TH Marine, and then almost four years of doing this podcast, like I mentioned. So this year, I was selected, asked, hired to be a commentator for the NPFL's live coverage. 21 hours an event, seven events. TH Marine signed off on it. It was a great opportunity. I believe in what those guys are doing. So that's a job that I have. So we're up to three. I'm also, quote, a YouTuber on the fishing side where I have sponsors that I represent. And I have social media things and responsibilities that I do too, which is a lot of stuff. So that's about four jobs. Also, tried to bring you guys boats and pros last year. We did a pretty good job of that. And the pandemic hit and things got crazy. We lost sponsorship on that for a little bit. We're going to try to bring y'all some more Boats and Pros this year. That's one of my favorite projects I've ever came up with, one of my favorite things I do. But it is another thing that I do. So I say all this, but what I should open with is that I am a father and stepfather of five children. Big family. Lots of stuff going on. So before any of that, I'm that, okay? So... In 2020, I'm sitting around, and in 2020 wasn't real for anybody. It wasn't. It was a. It was just a, a, a year that we'd all like to forget for the most part. I enjoyed getting closer to my family again. I enjoyed kind of a hard reset. But about halfway through the year, Mercer reached out to me, Dave Mercer, and and he would he would text me about this show, my show, Low Budget Live. Dave's a big podcast guy. He liked the show. Uh, He came on the show a couple times, but at some point in our conversations, he brought up, maybe we should do a show, which I was honored. Okay, I was honored. And like a lot of you that are bashing me, how could you leave Dave? I mean, Dave is one of the faces in in the sport, right? He's the way, he's the MC guy. He weighs, he's in a lot of important moments in the sport. He had his TV show. He's done a lot of things. So on paper and in that, like, it's a, it's a great honor for me, for him to want to do a show with me. I get that. So we kicked it around for months, man. And to me, I could never figure out how I was going to make it work. And it made me very nervous because as far as podcasts go, this is my priority. This is why 99% of you out there that follow me even know who I am or why I have the ability to have cool relationships with companies like Express and Sims and Startron and ProGuide and Six Cent. Like, like, this is something I do now. And I became very serious about it. And the other podcasts in the fishing industry take me serious. And we have a mutual respect for each other, even if we get on each other's nerves sometimes, whatever. But like I am one of, I have been fortunate enough to become one of those fishing podcasts that people listen to. And I'm grateful for that. So as he and I were going back and forth, I didn't know how I was going to pull that off. I just didn't. Didn't know how I was going to pull it off. Uh, And then in the fall of last year, he came here. We recorded a low budget and we recorded the first ever LD and the MC. 
five minutes before we hit record, we didn't know what it was going to be about, what we were going to do. I had a general idea of fast topics, uh, totally not long form like this is. I didn't, I didn't want it to be that. And, and talking about things other than fishing, because I do have, like, like all of us, I talk about fishing a lot. So I would love to do a show with more music stuff or sports stuff or whatever. And, dude, I don't know anything about sports. I know a little bit about music. But I'm just saying, like, it would be cool to do that. So that was kind of that opportunity and that's how I started. We talked about UFC. We talked about football. We talked about some bass fishing. Move on. Boom, boom, boom. Topics, that kind of thing. Um, you know, in the beginning, it was real loose. It was fun for me. And I was home. I was home. MPFL hadn't started. This was all in the fall, you know. So we had started this in October. By December, January, you know, I was home. But I knew that 2021, things were going to start opening up as far as my work travel, as far as just life in general, but MPFL. And also, let me back up and say, I signed up for the Central Bassmaster Opens this year as well. So three tournaments. So I, I want to I want to fish some tournaments, not to mention some of the tournaments I'm going to fish with my, with my son Hudson this year. So in this, it was loose and fun. It was good. Um, but, but to me, something shifted several weeks into this. And this is not me talking shit. This is not me. But like Dave got really caught up in needing views, wanting views, how to make this bigger, which is fine. But I know the number of views and downloads I get on a podcast I've done for four years. And I know how hard it was to get there. And I know it just doesn't happen in 20 weeks. And so there's constant conversation about that. And constant ideas of how to make it bigger and and it was a constant like it wasn't good enough and for me it was like I was having fun then there's like you know in the beginning we weren't going to have we weren't going to have guests that was a that was a big one we're not going to be guests on LD and the MC ever no guests well then we it was like gotta have guests um want to have guests we had we had guests on you know things were just changing and we had a couple instances where there was a wrinkle in either a schedule thing, which, dude, listen, full disclosure, I recorded some of these on Mondays during during a work day, and I was fortunate enough to be here, but, like, we would talk for a long time before the podcast, talk about what we're going to do, talk about life, talk about whatever, and then by the time we record a podcast, I'm on a Zoom call a day for three hours. I don't have that kind of time on a month. I just don't. So I was really worried. Like, I, I was – this was a, a worry for me. You know, it's taken away from from – you know, uh, life in general, the, the important stuff. Like I do make a great living with all things combined, but TH Marine is my primary source of income. Now, do I do just fine? Absolutely. Uh, I'm grateful for everything I've got outside of TH Marine, but I owe it to those guys, right? So so I say that and like I, I was starting to get worried. And if there was a wrinkle in anything, I started seeing things that within with Dave that stressed me out. Okay. Um it's like, man, you know, and, and one of those almost like you're gonna let somebody down at some point because you can't just be exactly what they need it to be or whatever. And uh and he and I had some conversations about this. Um, but I talked to Marissa about it. Talked to uh, Darian about it a few times. It's like, yeah, man, I just don't know. 
I just don't know. And as the weeks went on, the show format was changing. I wasn't enjoying it as much. We had some conversations about how do we go back to where it was. Um, and, and I never wanted it to be just another fishing podcast because there are so many of those out there. Like I mentioned, I'm, I'm one of those, right? And you can only talk about fishing so much in a week. That's why I don't do multiple shows a week. Um, my hat's off to the guys like BTO that can pull that off and pull it off well, right? Mark and Matt, like, I don't like, I don't, I don't, I can't do that, right? I can't do that. And, uh, but, but it was turned into more of a, you know, just kind of the same talking about the same stuff that everybody talks about. And it wasn't in the beginning. And, and we had some conversations about how to get away from that and, and, and get back to what it was. You know, in the beginning. Uh, but all this has kind of been building up, really. And the last LD and the MC you'll ever see was Dave at my house, okay, here in the LBL Barn Ground. We filmed this, and he drove 14 hours down here on his way to Pickwick. He's got to come right through here to go to Pickwick. So he came down uh, a few hours early. He had to be at Pickwick on a Wednesday. But it all, it, it just without like the super dirty details because I'm not trying to sling mud. I'm not. I'm not. It's going to come off like that. I'm sure it'll be twisted as that, but I'm not trying to sling mud at Dave. But things, when we finished the podcast, didn't go as he saw fit. Okay? And his reactions to that at my house were not okay with me. Okay? Not in the least. Um, Conversations that followed... Were, were not okay. They weren't okay. And it was made very apparent to me in that moment that he was not in this for the same reason I was, which was to have a good time, to have another show, and to work with a buddy, a friend. Very much not the case for Dave in these conversations, in my opinion. So, um, and this was all over the fact that the podcast he feared was not going to be uploaded on time that day, but it did get uploaded on time that day. And it was, um, very silly. This is, this is like high school shit, but very silly. Um, but that, but that was definitely, uh, that was a big part of it. So for me, I'm like, Whoa, like, what did I just experience? What did I witness? What am I dealing with? And, You know, I think it's fair to say that everybody, myself included, that does this life, this promotion, this entertainment, podcast videos, that there are things the general public doesn't know about us or see, okay? And in this case, I feel like that is the case with Dave, just like it is with myself. Um. And it just got really dumb, man. It got really dumb. And I decided then that I really needed to think about the show as a whole. And with all the list of other things I've got going on in life, did I want to keep doing this if it was this way? And I went to Smith Lake with my kids that weekend fished, a lot of time in the water, a lot of time to think. And and I didn't talk to Dave. I didn't talk to Dave. Um, 
during this time. And I was, I, I really was just like, you know, I, I don't, I, I just, I don't think this is for me anymore. And so you go into the next week, he's at Pickwick for an event. And the event ran through Tuesday. Normally we record Monday, Tuesdays. He reaches out to me on Tuesday and wants to know. He sends me a text like, well, since I haven't heard or seen from you, I'm assuming you're still on vacation with your family, which is passive aggressive bullshit. And I said, no, I'm actually working. And I was because the Central Open was going to be the next week and I was busting my ass to get a lot of TH Marine stuff done so I could compete the next week. And I had to see customers and I had a lot of things going on. He's like, well, when can you record? And I'm like, I I just don't see it happening for me this week. You're down there. No clue that he was going to drive home all night so he could do a podcast. All the things that end up happening. But I'm just like, hey, man, I don't think. He says he has to have a Wednesday upload. It has to happen. So what did he do? He recorded a podcast with Van Damme. Fine. Fine. Uh, if it could have been later in the week, I probably could have recorded. That was because I recorded an LBL on Thursday, Thursday evening with the guys from Express and Bill Owen. So, I mean, it, it's just like there's there's just a lot to this, guys. And for me, when that happened and then we roll into this week and I had a lot going on again and I called Dave. We hadn't talked. Um, he had tried to call me on Friday while I was practicing for the Open that then got canceled, unfortunately. So, so I was really looking forward to fishing. Uh, but but we got rescheduled. Uh, Bass made an absolute brilliant decision because it's dangerous down there now. It's like 11 feet over Summer Pool at Smith. Total sidebar. But, but I, I just decided, you know what, I, I can't do this anymore. And... Um, I talked to some friends and uh, some colleagues and things, and I just kind of kicked this around. I'm going to reset a camera real fast. See, this is how professional I am. This is what drives some people crazy. It's just my lack of professionalism um, or budget, I guess, hence low-budget life. But, uh, but I, you know, and I just made the decision that I was, I was done. And uh, I called Dave, and we had a, a, you know, pretty good knockdown drag out about it. And I explained my piece and I explained that I'm busy and I have a lot going on in life. And that given that and the other combinations of things that had happened that I just didn't want to do anymore. And in that, he explained he was going to keep doing a podcast, which no surprise there. Uh, That's what Dave wanted all along was a podcast. And I and he's got one now. Okay, and that's fine. I hope it does well for him. Um, it will be another podcast where people get interviewed just like mine, Stray Cat. It just muddies up the water that much further. But Dave will continue to do a podcast because, you know, he was enjoying it. That's what he wanted. And and uh, and I showed him a lot about podcasts. You know, he taught me some things, too. Dave's been in the TV world for a long time. But I will say that he came to me because I had a successful podcast. And at the end of the day, he he got that, and that's fine. Uh, I, I have not listened to what he said, but by the comments, absolutely unnecessarily blasting me. Listeners of this show tell me you're going to lose fans. How dare you dump Dave Mercer like he's on the side of the damn road. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like his wife and kids left him. Now, 
he's not a victim here, folks. Like, he's just not. It was a silly little podcast, like he said a million times, and I didn't want to be a part of it anymore. But to tell me I owe you an explanation, why didn't you do a midweek? And 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 what got me the most with, with the just the just and there weren't many, okay? It's like anything else. You focus on 20 negative assholes, and everybody else is like, hey man, that's cool. Like I enjoyed the show. Um, hate that it's over, but like I understand like there's reality in life. Like this is not real all the time. And uh, you know, there's internet and and reality, like real life shit that happens. So uh, but what got me the most is people, I, I had uh, Lake Teresa, which is named after my uh, my mother, obviously. Any of y'all that keep up with this know this. But I did an update video a week ago, and I just uploaded it this past Friday. And the amount of people that were commenting, you can make a like video, but don't tell us why you dumped Dave. Like, are you true, truly, like, What? Like, you're that inconsiderate. It's like uh, Friday I made a, a post with my Yamaha, took a cool picture. I can't believe you, you LDNM, see? You owe us an explanation. You're going to lose fans. Well, or you could be a, like, use part of your brain and understand that there are two sides to every story. And I had not had time at that point to explain mine. I didn't record an LBL. There's been people who say, well, you, breaking news, you've done LBLs over MLF. That, like, twice. <laughs> like, twice I've done that, and it was, like, two years ago. I've been on a schedule with this. I record it on the weekend, so it doesn't take up any of my, my time. I post, I upload on Sunday nights. That way it's there uh, on Monday. Like, I, I didn't have time to do that this week. As crazy as this sounds, the videos that got uploaded this week, the Express video, um, and that people commented on about LD and the MC and the late video were recorded about a week and a half ago and edited over the weekend. I know that's hard to wrap your brain around. You think because it just went up right then that I just sat here and did it right then. Everybody didn't tell us about LY Dump Dave. Get over yourself, man. Like ultimately, here's who I owe. Here's who I owe. My wife, my kids. My dad, my brother, my nieces, my friends, my sponsors, my coworkers, and the companies I work for. Period. Period. This is free content. I put a lot of work in. So you don't get to tell me on a Friday night that I owe you something. You don't. You don't. Uh, because everything is is about timing, and I was going to do this, which I told Dave on Tuesday on LBL, which he knew would not come out to Monday, so he rushed, did a podcast with Polinick, who didn't know he was in the middle of a bunch of crap, uh, and made a post basically on my behalf on Instagram and Facebook, which I've caught hell over, right? And I had decided I wasn't going to do that to him. I wasn't going to do that midweek, but guess what? Like he did, and that's fine, man. But so if you can hear one side of something and you weighing it out, and I feel like this is truly how people are like, oh, Dave's in Bassmaster Classic stage. He's bigger than Luke, and I like that. So I hate Luke now. Like it's like it's you're like that's just that's that is like 
truly the dumbest stance you could have in life without knowing the details. This is why coming back to several people, you're going to feel like a moron when you actually hear me talk and understand that I have a real life and things going on outside of this camera and this bar that I sit at once a week. Like, get over your freaking self. Get over yourself. And if you hear that and it makes you never want to listen to this again and you're one of those people that are like, you owe us and I'm speaking up for the fan base, don't listen It's not for you. But like I said earlier, the only reason most of you know who I am is because of this show. And some of the ones I saw commenting were low-lifers. And I appreciate the fact that you enjoyed what we did. I don't appreciate the fact that you have so little going on in your life that you got to come my way with negative BS because you can't handle that I just didn't want to do a podcast with Dave Mercer anymore. Now think about that. If it's so great, and Dave's so great, and I had that opportunity and it was going to change my life to all of y'all, why would I stop? Why would I stop? Why would I abruptly stop without doing a final podcast with him? Maybe, maybe there's more to the story than you get from BP in the MC, right? But still have my initials on it, though. Still have my initials on the skin. We can't change that, right? Exactly, guys. Like, there's more to this than meets the eye. There's a lot of layers to that onion. And I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm not here to, you know, tell you to pick sides. I don't need anybody to pick sides. I don't. I wish Dave the best. Um... The internet's full of people that feel a need to jump on one side or the other. Okay. Pick, you know, if that's what you got to do. I'm not here to tell you to pick sides. Uh, I was doing just fine right here, not stressed, not overwhelmed, and not trying to make somebody else's ego happy behind this microphone week in, week out when I started LD and the MC. So... You know, like I said, Dave wanted a podcast. He's got a podcast now. He's got the reins of it, and uh, I'm sure it'll be great. I'm sure it'll be great. I wish him luck, but at the end of the day, I'll be right here week after week doing what I've always done. Not a different person because I don't do a show with freaking Dave Mercer. I'll be doing boats and pros. I'll be doing more LBO lives. We are going to start doing that again. And when I say we, uh, probably even get stupid, dumb Darian and Corey back in on that. Like I miss doing those and interacting with people live. It's what started this whole show. So I am going to do that. Not not every week, but I'm going to do that. So, but uh, you know, I want to thank the people that have been positive and have sent me really cool messages about this. Uh, and I want to thank each each and every one of you for listening. You know, love it or hate it. Like, I rub people the wrong way a lot of the time. Appreciate you always coming back. I do. Um, you know, but that's it in a nutshell. It's a lot of talking. I spent more time on it than I ever should have. Um, but, but when you repeat, 
repeatedly read the things I've read, read the things I've been sent. Um, you know, and people speak up for you. It's not, it's not okay. It's not okay. And y'all know me. I'm not one to let people speak. If you wonder what I'm thinking, you won't be wondering long because you're going to hear it. It's just how I've always been. I get it from Marty D. And, uh, you know, I appreciate each and every one of you for sure. I just say, uh, you ain't got to believe everything you read. <laughs> like you, you just don't. Like you immediately don't have to believe it and then full court press it to death. It's just silly. So onward, onward. Um, fishing news. If you're still tuned in after that, like if you, you like the facts about the people like facts of fishing, right? Facts of why I quit facts of fishing right there. If you're still with us now, let's move on to actual facts about fishing. Uh, Toyota series at Dale hollow Lake. I got to say, man, uh, congrats to Adam Wagner. He won 86 freaking grand Phoenix boats, bonus money. But, uh, Adam is one of the most dominant guys in Tennessee fishing history and really in the freaking Southeast, um, just freaking nature, BFL American champ, just over a half million dollars in earnings, but uh, got the win at the Toyota on his home lake, so $86,000. I actually had to go up there. Uh, that was another thing I had to do this week uh, to have some updates done. Um, my buddy Logan was up there from Garmin. He's like, hey, man, it's three hours from home. So I drove up there, and dude, the water was so freaking high, like it is everywhere. But it was uh, it was impressive to see it, and then see what they were actually catching. Those guys, it was a it was an old grinder. But I saw Thrifty was in the top ten. A lot of a lot of boys caught him up there. Ryan Salzman um, bringing the heat on a cold, muddy, flooded out Dale Hollow. But congrats to Adam Wagner. All right, speaking of things that people lost their mind about on the internet this week. And I will say for about 45 seconds, I was one of them for about 45 seconds, but a lot of y'all got tricked now and y'all messaged me and you commented. Uh, But what MLF did this week (laughs) with Berkeley and the April fool's joke, they played, they were banning all max scent was genius level marketing. Like I, I'm a marketing grad. I like marketing. I like studying marketing. And that was absolutely next level. <laughs> Cause people were pissed, including the pros, the video. Uh, and I talked to some of those guys, it was a real deal. Like they set them up and you can see, cause I do, there's tension Right, I talked about it last week. There is tension within the organization with some of the anglers over some rules and things like that. But so I don't know when they shot that, but uh, they were pissed. <laughs> they were pissed for a hot second until they till they popped on there and said April Fool's video was hilarious. But my thing is, is like uh, it's genius level marketing. But it's one of those that you almost need it to go on for like more than just April April Fool's Day, you know. Uh, and normally I'm not one for April Fool's shenanigans, I'm just not. And that's what a lot of people said about LD. And he was just, please tell me it's April Fool's. Like, no, no, I really don't, don't, uh, don't get down with those normally. But this, I, dude, I hats off to both organizations on that. It was, uh, it was really, 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 really good. And a lot of people were pissed because they, you know, 
MLF sets themselves up for that, obviously, at times. And people are just like, look at what these dumbasses are doing now. <laughs> that was one of them. I was like burning up text with Darian. I'm like, look at these stupid idiots. What are they doing? Why would they do this? Berkeley's a sponsor. And then I was like, uh-oh, my time. Um, yeah, this is an April Fool's joke. But they released it the night before, so I, I just I wasn't with it. But And a lot of other people weren't either. But, man, talk about, like, quick trigger finger. It was the same as as, as my whole week right there. But, damn, people were just like, bah! And I can admit, they got me on that one. And it was good. Genius level marketing. It's like Darian said. He goes, dude, I immediately went to Tackle Warehouse and looked up Maxent. <laughs> it's smart, man. It was smart. Very smart. Uh, MLF also, uh, heavy hitters is, is coming up this week. One cool storyline from that. I Canelli. Iconelli qualified for that last year, so Iconelli's going to be back fishing a tournament, so they got Ike back uh, fishing a BPT event, heavy hitters. It's going to be over in North Carolina on all them big bass lakes over there, Sharon Harris, Jordan Falls. I've heard rumor, and y'all can comment if you're from that area, that the fishing over there has been awful this year. Not a lot of big ones weighed and stuff like that, so it uh, should be interesting. I'm sure it's flooded out like everywhere else in the southeast right now, but, uh, but I've heard that, but... Last year, in my opinion, heavy hitters was the coolest thing they did. And it was a it was a really like it's just it's a cool event. Like biggest bass wins X amount of extra money, but there's another tournament going on too. Like I thought that was really cool. Uh, of course Jordan Lee won, but it, so I, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's a I think it is. It's a it's a cool event. Um really cool idea format wise. And I'm not sure I haven't looked like they're paying entry fees this year. I don't think you have to pay an entry fee to that. I'm pretty sure it's entry fee free. That's so hard to say for my redneck self. But I, I don't know if the payouts are the same as they were last year because payouts were big last year. Not not sure because I think like final day, Big Bass pays like 100 Gs or something. Stupid, dude. A lot of money. So pretty cool event in uh, North Carolina. And then, of course, we've got Sabine River, the Elite Series. It got rescheduled. Then it got – re-rescheduled back now it's going to be uh, this week coming up and i think practice is going on right now so dude the, the sabine river i was talking to justin atkins on his way out sabine river tournaments for me are always they're, they're the most intriguing events because there's so many variables they can't even fish one side of the damn river so it's kind of crowded, but then you can make long runs. But for me, as a tournament guy, traveling around, I, I don't know how you drop in a place like that and just go find bass. You know, it's it's uh, it's what makes those guys the best at, at what they do. Like Justin's never been there. He's like, ah, well, there's like four areas that catch them in historically, you know, from doing research and past, watching past Bassmaster there. So it'll go down there, I guess, you know. Um will be very interesting. One thing to watch, in my opinion, because he had a great event there last time when Hackney won, is Bill Lowen. Can he go back-to-back? Back? I think that's very interesting. That fishery sets up well for the Express. Will Christy make another cut, make another top ten, Hackney keep his run going, Patty Walters, all, all the guys that are smashing on them. Um, this one's going to be an interesting one because I feel like it could go a million different ways for you. To Sabine, it's always kind of a uh, you know uh, proving ground, so to speak. So this is uh, fourth elite already. We've got four in the bag. 
after the next week, we'll have four in the back. So I'm not sure if it's flooded out down there. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I didn't, uh, I didn't check, but so some cool stuff going on this week. Lots to watch, lots to watch. Um, like always when in these weeks, cause I feel like VPT is always on top of the elites and now MPFL and FLW and elites are on top of each other a couple weeks. And so, uh, definitely plenty of fishing to watch. Definitely plenty of fishing. So, Lots to check out this week. Uh, and then I get like a couple weeks at just home in the quiet. And then we got MPFL at Wright Patman Lake in Texas. If you are uh, in the area at all, come by and see us. Come by and see us. It's going to be in Texarkana. But between now and then, I'll make several posts about where we're going to be. But me, Dudley, Fat Cat, all the MPFL anglers going to be there for the whole week. Really excited about that because I hear like big things are going to happen. I hear that lake is like got a lot of bigs in it, going to be big weights, a lot of fish caught, and and I'm anxious to see. I also hear they're going to tear their boats up, but because uh, it's if they drop the water because it's high now and it's got a lot of brush stumps, standing timber, that kind of thing, like a lot of Texas lakes. But uh, we'll be out there in two weeks, so make sure uh, you're keeping up. And if you're in that area, man, I know some of y'all are. You've already reached out to me. Make come come say hi. Come say hi. I'll be at the weigh-ins every day. Of course, we'll be doing live. We'll be locked away doing live during the day, but I'll be at the weigh-in every afternoon. For Wright Patman National Professional Fishing League Live. Trying some new voices for that. Listen, I appreciate each and every one of y'all. I do. It goes without saying, really, but uh, but I feel like I feel the need, especially on a week like this, to say thank you. For giving me an opportunity to do this every week in front of this microphone. I appreciate it very much. I'm going to take you out with Biloxi Blues, which for those of you that always still seem to ask, that is a song I wrote by me, sang by me, all that good stuff. Uh, Biloxi Blues, available on iTunes and Spotify. But I'm going to take you out with Biloxi Blues. Make sure to hug your mama. Sure miss mine. Make sure to hug your daddy. I will see y'all. Next time. From Jackson Town to Tupelo, I never could make it last. Spanish Moss and Civil War Ghosts, well, I'm gonna leave them in the past. Any direction, Lord, I'll be fine. It don't matter, east or west. North, south, wherever the wind blows, I'm leaving those burdens at rest. This highway, it does not know my name, and I don't care, no, I don't care. Heading my way for another place, and I got three good tires and a spare. Just a white line gypsy getting out of Mississippi with just enough gas to get there.